Right. Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today, I am excited to present Nono. Nono is the founder of Startup Galaxy. Welcome, Nono. Hi. Yeah, so on Startup Couches, um, we bring to you people like Nono who are building amazing solutions for um, our communities um, to take us through their journeys and hopefully to inspire us in ours, right? And so um, I'm particularly excited that Nono is the third female founder I am having on the couch. This is really, really exciting for me. And so diving really right into the questions. Nono, what is Startup Galaxy and how does it work? Um, okay, so in Startups Galaxy, uh, we match make uh, marketeers uh, to startups based on their profiling, um, yeah. both from marketeers profiling and the startups profiles as well. Um, so we use a lot of data to match make experience, industry, and what kind of marketing it is. Marketing is huge. You know, there's SEO, there's data, there's growth marketing, there's social media, there's paid marketing. Um, yeah. So um, a lot of startups don't know which which marketing um, part they should Hello. go for. Yeah. Um, so we so we do the matchmaking um, with startups to the perfect uh, people based on um, the profiling, okay. um, and that's basically uh, what we do. Uh, what we've been doing for the past, um, I would say, we're fully launched with this uh, new uh, reveal in end of 2019, right before the lockdowns. <laughs> oh, oh wow! So I guess my next question would be. Because this is amazing, right? So this means you help startups um, with um, talent that is going to fill in for marketing, all types of marketing, be it advertising, paid ads, um, all the types of marketing channels, SEO, um, app engine um, optimization, and all of that, right? So this is really, really amazing. I'm really, really important because in the world of startups, um, fast growth is usually something that a lot of businesses in the startup world need and so marketing is a good way to get a lot of people through the door and so how has the business been through the pandemic how has the pandemic affected the business um actually we're one of the people uh, and businesses that had a very very positive impact because of the corona um, oh, wow. so because we had only online presence Okay. Um, more more founders were now online. That was it. Okay. So the people yeah. who are our brand persona and our target, which is basically the startup founders or the marketing managers, because yeah. they are now working from home and they're checking their emails and their uh, their laptops a lot. It made us get to them faster because okay. before that they were in meeting rooms and um, they were actually um, in offices, so they weren't spending time on the internet as much as we wanted them to. So now because they're all on the internet and they're all browsing and they're all on their phones, it's just so much easier to, to it was a lot easier to reach them. And that's how we were able to uh, grow during the pandemic, actually. Um, so it served us, um, it served us quite well. Um, and um, I think when it comes to marketing, um, it's one of those industries that never actually dies, you know. Um, even during the pandemic, the advertising industry and the marketing industry, they grew by 17%. Even yeah. though the businesses were falling, 
and yeah. that's because the the change was in the types of audience so before for example for example let's take two examples you know like a, a, a health tech startup yeah and let's say an entertainment startup and yeah. both of them you know they need marketing so when the lockdown happened the entertainment startup stopped doing marketing but the health tech startup tripled their marketing budget budget yeah yeah so basically it's always just a change in the in the in the industry that's requesting the marketing it's never actually a fall in the it's marketing spend and especially okay. now with like um you know with lots of lots of applications especially social networks turning their actual um product into an advertising um platform um, yeah. and providing all these additional platforms it's just making marketing everywhere like i mean you know the new application that's um, taking over the world like clubhouse you know that i think they just raised like three uh their valuation balloon or something to three billion, One billion dollars yeah yeah exactly something like this um and they're um they're testing now advertising um for content creators sorry uh to start making money and their alternative business model is to test advertising they haven't yeah. launched the ads yet but that's I mean that's what everyone's talking about they might actually do it um yeah. and i think clubhouse wouldn't do advertising model for one reason only they don't want to be positioned as like you know facebook or something but of yeah. course of course an advertising model especially when it comes to different apps can do um really good uh, uh models for social networks so especially for these kind of apps so what i'm yeah. just saying is that you know ads are going to be everywhere and they will always be everywhere you just have to know and be smart about how to spend and um and and really put in the money where in the marketing where it makes sense um but yeah advertising is just going to keep on growing and growing and, growing. and it's going to be so um so competitive every year and year Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think advertising would always be here with us because people would always have something to sell. So, definitely agree with you. Um, my next question is more personal. How did Startups Galaxy start? How did it start? Do you have co-founders? Do you have a founding team? How 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 was the founding story like? Oh my god, it was actually like pure luck. <laughs> so actually, <laughs> um, I started uh, Startups Galaxy as a newsletter. and as oh, wow. a very startups directory in uh, 2017 it okay. wasn't even what we are doing right now it wasn't uh, it was it was just a side thing that i was doing with my full time job okay. uh, nothing uh, nothing too serious um i so i used to blog about marketing and i used to blog about startups so these were the two main things i used to even write about like opportunities i used to write about investment but mainly it was marketing um okay. and startups Um so yeah and then um I remember in like two and then uh, two years later I think I wasn't like um uh, I was like uh with uh, uh with a with a company um working also in marketing and you know all I've been working in marketing for startups specifically for like the past six years yeah. um and then um I decided that I wanted to change the website and um start you know um uh doing it full time because it was starting to take so much of my time startups galaxy and that was starting to affect my full time job so okay. there was a conflict between should i stay in my stable job and continue or this thing that's growing but it might be just like a fake peak uh yeah. and do that pursue that fake peak full time or should i be <laughs> stable Um, so I decided to pursue the fake peak full time, um, yeah. and of course at that time I thought the peak was huge. Like, oh my God, the business is gonna, you know, like, 
know, do do like all this magic. And then um, at that time, I was looking for uh, someone to create the website, and because uh, also the website got hacked, um, okay. so uh, I was literally planning to quit my job to a startup that had its whole systems hacked, trying to find a CTO with no money to get yeah. him to build something with me and convince yeah. someone somehow to start uh, uh, building a website because uh, I wasn't going to be the only marketeer that's helping the startups and at the same time I wanted something to be uh, bigger and so that's yeah. how I met Ahmed Ahmed's the CTO he was a friend of a friend and uh, we okay. became friends uh, from the beginning and he actually joined at the beginning um, just to do the website and the on the tech part you know there wasn't yeah. any talk about um, anything more serious than that um, and basically the problem that we wanted to solve was okay so um, basically I'm actually gonna say this how can I as, as Nunu who is doing marketing and helping marketing for multiple startups get replaced by by a software so how can people connect to people like me that and so that I am out of a job basically um, okay. and then um, and then basically we started building the platform Startups Galaxy. So we built the first part that we uh, originally had, which was the directory. And yeah. then uh, the next part was the experts. So the experts are like marketing experts. Uh, yeah. So we started building their dashboard and their panels. And then uh, the last part was the filtration and the matchmaking process that goes in the middle. And that's something also that we are uh, currently finishing off. And uh, throughout the past year and a half, we've been growing to, uh, we've interviewed more than 150 experts that have um, had potential with us. We reject oh, wow. 70% on average to maintain quality. Uh, okay. We have over, uh, we have about like 100 experts and agencies in our network and we match make them with startups. And okay. um, the good thing is, is that we, uh, we, we promise speed and uh, startups want something fast because by the, by the time you talk to an agency, usually it takes uh, like a week and a brief and a proposal, blah, 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 back and forth. And usually you have to go to an agency saying exactly what you want. You can go to an agency and be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But for us, you come to us, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. We look at your profile, your industry, your funding stage, your size, your regional focus, everything. And we match make all this info with the marketeers info, like their okay. level of experience, their industry background, B2B, B2C, the tools that they use. Do they use CRM tools? Do they know how to use landing pages? Do they know how to use Facebook ads or Google ads? Or are they good with Instagram ads or Twitter or Snapchat? All yeah. this information and all this profiling and the profiling of the startups and we can able to connect the lines between them. Um, so now we have a lot of, uh, um, basically matching points and we know like how to track like availability for the experts and uh, who's available when and uh, to do what and uh, we're focusing a lot on uh, doing things like SEO and uh, paid ads and things like this and um, and so far um, things have been going great and uh, we've grown the team we've raised a seed fund uh, and yeah that's, that's basically the past like year yeah that makes sense i think that's a beautiful starting story um and and you know my next question is um how would you describe growth so far in the past year um you said you raised funding how was that for you how has that helped you um you know grow the business what, what was that capital injection for okay uh, so we raised a six-figure uh, fund 
Okay. And um, for us, like growth was was really um, too fast. Um, so we were getting too many users, too many uh, experts. There was um, a lot of things that we had to take into like the new budget, you know, like hosting costs and the tools costs, and because everything was scaling, you know. And the team is growing, so a lot of things are also scaling. You have to take care of your expenses as they scale as well, because yeah. you know someone else or there's other tool that's scaling the costs with you. So there was something that we had to think about. You know, okay, so growth means more expenses in some things like tools and um, subscriptions and salaries and payrolls and um, you know you got to make sure that uh, you know like you're being fair and you're being good and at the same time. Uh, you want to make sure that um, you know that this growth is healthy. It's not just a fake number because you could be growing a hundred x and then suddenly you say, oh, okay, we have like you know like a million dollars. Let's hire five, and then you hire the five, and then next month you have zero dollars. You know where are they gonna get their salaries or their payroll from? So you have to budget and you forecast for a long time, and um, you have to think about that. So I think that also changed in me as a person that. Um, you know, like more, uh, more long-term planning is always required, and it's becoming much more important right now than like short-term um, goals. And um, that's something that um, happened. And um, the other thing in growth is that uh, retention starts to become more important. It's growth is good, but retention is better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Really, really strong um, um, points. So today, what are your two current biggest challenges today at? the galaxy i think uh the first challenge would definitely be uh upgrading our tech so ahmed had a year uh, break a year break uh in about uh, 20 the beginning of 2020 there was about like seven months where uh you know he was uh, having uh some uh time off okay so when he came back uh, so when he came back this year so the beginning of this year or like end of last year um the tech at that time was falling a lot behind um so our biggest challenge is keeping up with the tech wise and making sure that our matchmaking engines are um always evolving and are getting better um we also want to make sure that everything is uh, definitely uh, consistent um, across all our platforms all our tech and everything so um that's something we're definitely going through especially with limited resources uh we're trying to uh um make sure that our our tech is consistent in terms of quality um because it did fall a little bit um, during the end of the, the end of the past year um so i would say uh, uh scaling the, the the tech side from the experts okay um and i would say the second biggest challenge is i think there's too many, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, life, definitely. Of, yeah, it's just I think like one of the I tell you, okay, so one of the things we're going through right now in the company is just like a huge headache. So we started having experts and agencies join our network to connect with uh, startups from different countries. Yeah. Um, from Mali, from Pakistan, from Morocco, um, from the UK, from Saudi Arabia. So we start having international experts. Um, now the banking system in Egypt isn't so um, easy when it comes to international transfers. Yeah. And so uh, one of the biggest challenges we have is that we are growing so fast. Okay, we have experts joining from all around the world, but we can't. We don't even know how to pay them fast. So at the end of the day, they, we have to like, it takes us like 
more than 14 days to do a transaction and then we have to get like documents and we have to get copies of this and that and oh, it wow. starts to become a, a very huge edict. So actually this is one of our biggest trends right now and we're, uh, we just finished completing registration for our Goldco uh, um, so that we are um, uh, registering also in another uh, location so we can access things like Stripe or PayPal or TransferWise or Pioneer. Yeah. There's all yeah. these all these tools are not accessible to the Egyptian market. You yeah. can pay on PayPal to someone else, but you cannot take money from PayPal. You cannot uh, you cannot do TransferWise or Pioneer or anything. So we have to do like manual bank transfers, you know, oh, wow. uh, unless you know something uh, 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 as a replacement, I'd love to try it. <laughs> wow, that's actually, that's actually um, crazy. Um, that the banking infrastructure or the fintech space in Egypt is still at its very, very early earliest stages that things like this, problems like this are still happening. I think it's also the same in a lot of countries in Africa. Um, there's still a, a big gap for um, fixing payments. I think payments is still a big problem in Africa. And so I really, really feel your pain. Um, um, my next question is, are you, are you planning to raise money anytime soon? Um, your last seed round, when was it? When, when oh, did it was you... in January. Oh, it was this January. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, congrats. Um, Thank you. I mean... <laughs> I, uh, you know, you could, you should always say yes to this question, you know, even if you're not. Because, you know, like, if, if, if you're not, then you'll say something like, oh, yeah, I'm not raising now, but then maybe that could change next month. And raising money takes, like, a minimum of, like, half a year. So you could yeah. say no now and then, like, uh, you'd want it next month or in two months or six months or a year. Um, yeah. So uh, for for our size, I'm I'm talking. Uh, so for our size, I think you should always say yes. <laughs> um, but it's always important. I think it's it's not about the raising money. It's about who you're raising money from. Uh, yeah. And I think doing your due diligence on investors, like they do due diligence on you, is just as important. It's okay. not just about um again there's no such thing as free money or free lunch or free dinner so you have yeah. to know like what you have to give back and uh, what are the things you need to promise and um are these people going to help your business grow or are they just going to um you know ask for an unbelievable metrics and are they uh, transferring the funds on tranches or are they doing it in one lump sum um are there certain things that you have to con- uh, uh, confirm with um so all these things are are they going to open new markets for you because this is very important like investors or um, um and those that decide to go into your business are your business partners they yes, come with yeah. the with the, with the funds and you come with the brains um yeah. so you need to know exactly who these people are and i think um this is for me is is a very important point and who, who these people are and uh where where, where they, they plan on taking the business to the next steps um but you know jokes aside uh yeah definitely we are raising money um we've completed our uh, seed round successfully uh i think in the past uh uh, actually, in the past three months, uh, we've actually tripled our revenue, monthly MRR, uh, wow. because of the investment. Um, wow. So this was, uh, this was a really, uh, really positive note, and we plan on having a follow-up round uh, right now. Okay. Okay. I'm glad to hear. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for Startups Galaxy. I think um, you, you guys are solving a very, very, very big problem that a lot of businesses have and so um you know go out there get the money um i think my very last question would be 
what is the biggest lesson you have learned so far in your journey as startup galaxy now i know you probably have about 22 but <laughs> <laughs> i like to hear your favorite one i'll tell you something very personal um of of something i learned um and that changed a lot of um, how i think about things and i think that um uh, maybe because i started a bit to um thinking about startups at a at a at a like mid 20 level so uh i was thinking like i was in my mid 20s like you know like fast uh, fast money fast uh, growth and um i've always you know thought like it's going to be like uh you know quick wins but um i did i did uh learn uh that it it's not about just you know like quick wins like you have to have like almost like you know like a a very fast moving car but you also have to be planning how the road goes and where it goes to and how the street lights look like so it's not just yeah. about your speed it's about also like the structure the and environment uh, environment yeah. and um you know your forecasting and your budgeting and your infrastructure of the company your security your cybersecurity so many different things um that you have to think about at the same time it's not just like um um growth and you know ballooning your startup to look bigger than it actually is it's actually like you know putting in the the foundations of companies like you know what there is part of it that has to do with the startups and um things like this but also it's almost it's it's still a business you know you you it's like it's like anything it's like a supermarket or it's like a um uh, a restaurant or it's like anything you know you need to look at your profits and your revenues your expenses um your discounted uh rates you're trying you're looking at your um your earnings you're looking at your uh pnls and your you need to know all these um different things i had learned all these things as well in in university um okay. but uh but i i also learned there's a lot of reading that has to be uh, done as well not just to look cool or uh you know be like oh my god i just finished uh, uh i don't give a fuck about that. this i don't know what no it's about actually like doing your homework you know <laughs> you need to yeah. learn these things because guess what tomorrow you have to submit this document to someone <laughs> so um i think um my one of the things i learned was that was that it's a uh, um part you have to also think about uh um uh, you know the long run in a few years where uh, the company should be and that's and that's your next step um so definitely i've uh, become more um i'm leaning more towards you know like uh, um long term you know stability and thinking about um how the company is going to look like in uh 2024 2025 and um and and you know even though um this is not that far off you know we're talking about what four years or something um yeah. or three four years but um you have to know you have to have a plan basically and the plan is uh, uh has to include all the financials and the uh budgeting and the forecasting and the hiring and the second uh part that's going to help you in these lessons is to um always start by hiring seniors um yeah. hiring juniors and then teaching them and then uh um and, you know we don't have you don't have the luxury of time but money yeah. is easy so spend yeah. on like hiring seniors so they can actually fix the problem once and for all and yeah. that will actually help you um save money later on and um actually these people will get you know um very high calibers and um will make sure as well that the company is is very structured um so the second the second lesson definitely is uh you know when you can't always hire seniors a part-time senior is better than a full-time junior sometimes wow okay really strong lessons 
first one um make sure you keep everything in perspective and growth is not the only important thing and second one being um seniors are important for um a very very fast moving space so like startups when you're starting up and you get capital is it is very very important to prioritize on getting top talent quality talent so that you do not have to make a lot of mistakes you do not have to um go back and forth you just grow as fast as the business is growing um i think these are really really valuable lessons and on this juncture i'd like to say thank you so much nono for being on the couch today um this has, been, this has been an amazing conversation um and you know for everyone that is building a startup in the mena region be egypt be dubai be anywhere you are and you're building a startup and you need marketing services make sure to check out startups galaxy um anywhere in the world actually right make sure to check up check out startups galaxy because um you already had no no and you know how passionate they are about helping you grow your business helping you get your first leads helping you get leads through the door right and for you know everyone that's listening you already know every week we bring you amazing people like no no who share their startup journeys with us to you know inspire you in your own journey and so make sure that you subscribe make sure you share to your friends and until next week see ya <laughs>